Hi, this is Charles Kelly, Money Tips. Welcome, welcome. Well, the news has come out that we are officially in recession in the UK. I think Japan is in recession. Germany's going through some problems, certainly has been in recession. And this is after figures show that the economy dipped in the last quarter and it's dipped now. It's gone into negative growth for the last two quarters. I'm just going to share a quick screen with you here so we can show you in more detail. <clears throat> Okay, that's a different one there, but um, let's look at the uh, recession figures here. Okay, uh, UK house prices, right, okay, okay, okay. Here we go. Okay, the economy uh, has shrunk after people have cut back on spending. Now, the day before we had some good news from the economy and that was that uh, inflation uh, was, was holding at 4% and there might be a chance of a, an interest rate cut perhaps. So it was good news for mortgages and that sort of thing. Uh, but then the bad news come for the government. And this is the worst possible news for them, that the economy, economy has shrunk. And obviously, if you use this blunt instrument of higher interest rates, and then people are also hit with higher energy costs, which have doubled and trebled for a lot of people. Then you've got oil prices, you've got you know, food prices running at much higher than 4% inflation. Obviously, people are going to stop spending and that will uh, bring inflation down because prices will not be going up. And you look at the shops now, they are starting to reduce prices and things are starting to uh, ease off a bit. But the economy <clears throat> excuse me, shrunk by larger than expected 0.3% between October and December. So basically it's in a mild recession. It's not, I mean, I've lived through really bad recessions, but you still do see shops closing down. Uh, almost every day you see a business go out of business. Then of course another shop comes along. I mean, there's always one, isn't there? And they come along and think they can do better. And then they go out of business. But, you know, that's part of a longer term trend as well. But definitely, I mean, body shops gone into administration, although that might be part of a long term decline. But certainly these figures uh, of, of low growth are, are fueled by lower spending before Christmas, <clears throat> lower spending in the nighttime economy uh, and, and building house building. Uh, if people are buying less houses and they're not spending so much on their houses, that will affect growth as well. But, you know, the Chancellor said the economy is resilient. <laughs> I just love it. Oh, the economy is resilient. This is Jeremy Hunt. Um, you know, I mean, do you feel resilient? I mean, I, 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 you know, I don't feel, I feel I'm resilient, but a lot of people out there are thinking, I'm not resilient. Um, you know, things are, are tough for me. Uh, of course, we've all got to be resilient, but, you know, the government, all they do is really, is, is they, they need to create a, a situation where the tax is right, the rule of law, the... The, the uh, general conditions are good for business. They don't really create any business. In fact, all they do is, is tax us, take our money and spend it. They blow it. You know, that's what they do. Local government, when I, which I was in, they just collect a load of money and spend it. And if they don't spend their budget, they think, well, I might lose that budget. So I better make sure we spend it before the end of the tax year. So we're seeing lots of like road um, plans at the moment from local councils. I mean, look at this one. <clears throat> I don't know if you can see this uh, very well, but it's um, UK pays TikTok stars to stop the boats. They're basically paying uh, TikTok influencers from Albania to do a TikTok campaign to tell people not to come to the UK. It's more like it's more likely to encourage. Oh, must TikTok go to the UK? Why not? That's all they're going to see is go to the UK. And they paid these people thirty thousand pounds. I mean, it's it's a sign of desperation, if you ask me. Uh, but that's what the government do. In fact, um. Government borrowing, we just switched to another slide here. 
the government borrows uh, money from month to month because it can't make ends meet. It's like living on a credit card. You know, if you were getting to the end of the month, you've run out of money, you need to pay this bill and that bill. You know, you charge it to your credit card, perhaps. But the government can do this ad infinitum because they, they can just print money to pay it off or, or, or just spread the loan out for further and further. So uh, this, this is a figure here. Um, look, 2022 to 23 financial year, the government borrowed, you know how much? 130 billion pounds, 130 billion pounds. A million is a, th a billion is a thousand million. I mean, you could live on that for the rest of your life, for the rest of your children's, for the rest of your grandchildren's life, for the rest of, you know, your whole family going ahead could live off a billion. And this is 130 billion, uh, which was 5 billion higher than the previous year. And I know we've had problems. I know we've had uh, the, the unmentionable and we've had a war and, and all sorts of serious issues. But, um, you know, a lot of this inflation goes back to this borrowing, printing money, uh, fiscal, whatever you call it. Um, and 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 this um, this money creation, I, I believe, has caused the, 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 the inflation, the higher inflation, and then leading to higher interest rates. But in December alone, just, just, just like December, oh, let's go out and spend some money on the credit card at Christmas. Well, they spent 7.8 billion borrowed, borrowed, okay? Now that was less, than the amount borrowed um, the previous year, but it's still a lot of money, nearly 8 billion. Now the total amount of what the government owes is called the national debt. <clears throat> How much is that? 2.67 trillion, right? 2.67 trillion, which is a figure most people can't even imagine. And you, you can see here how it's gone up. And you know, from, from the year 2000, it's going up and up and up. So of course you can blame that what happened in 2020, 21 and that sort of thing, where it did did shoot up. But you can see it's been going up and up and up for many, many years. Right. Um, this is the as a percentage of GDP, gross domestic product. So um, our, our debt is nearly at 100 percent of GDP. So, so that's that's pretty serious. Right. Um, so, you know, things are not great in, in the economy. There are barely, you know, we're, we're just treading water, really. Uh, so we've got to just do our own thing. Our, what, what's your economy? I think about your economy. Is your economy in recession or are you doing something about it as, as a business person or as, as an employee to, to, to make more of, of what you've got and manage your money better, maybe better investments or maybe get a different job where you can earn a bit more money? Uh, now, as I said, inflation's at 4%. Interest rates uh, are starting to come down. We're seeing better interest rates out there. So that's great news for um, people who've coming off a fixed rate maybe this year. I've got one myself um, coming up, coming up uh, a renewal coming up in September, October. I, I was worried about it. I thought, well, you know, I'm paying this amount. What am I going to pay when it when it renews? And I haven't got much choice on this one because of the type of property. So I'm, I, I was concerned. I think, what do I do? Do I do I sell it? Do I pay down some debt? What what do I do? Uh, but but now things are looking a little bit better. But it's still going to be. A, a big jump. It's still probably going to go from it's probably go from double from what I'm paying now to what it will end up of, and and that is on top of extra bills and that sort of thing because it's a HMO. It's on top of extra bills and gas and electricity bills and all the rest of it. Uh, and and when there's a repair to do now, I'm just horrified by the cost of it. Like they so said, what it costs that much to do this little job? Yeah, well this is and they they explain it. So, well, this is the materials they've trebled in price and this is that and this is that. So the cost of doing something is. It's just a fortune now. Um, so all these things are hitting landlords. And, and bear in mind, um, you know, I, I think I mentioned this last week. Uh, landlords, there's a lot of landlords in trouble now. 
landlords in mortgage arrears double in a year, double the amount of landlords in arrears. Now, landlords have been a pretty resilient lot. You know, they don't normally go into arrears. Buy-to-let mortgages are a pretty safe bet. But they're now going into arrears, more than doubled in the first three months of 2023. 124% rise was due to the result of high mortgage rates, obviously, right? You know, mortgage rates have really kicked people in the in the the. the the, the nuts and and that's why they're they're not spending so much money uh, and then these mortgage rates are higher mortgage rates are passed on to to tenants so when they renew their tenancy uh, tenants are jumping up and down saying well why they they increase my rent well a lot of landlords didn't increase rents as I didn't for many many years uh, so and and now they're complaining because the rents are going up to the market rate and you know and then you've got these people from various charities saying landlords should not be allowed to evict people you know, on, on a no-fault basis. They should go to court and prove why they need to, to evict people on a Section 8. So Section 21, the abolition of Section 21 has not gone away. That's that's coming sometime this year, according to the uh, National Landlords Association. So that, that is coming, and that's going to make life tough for landlords. And then you combine that with Section 24, where people with properties in their own names are now paying more tax, thanks to another Conservative Chancellor, George Osborne. Uh, who who really you know kicked landlords in the teeth by by bringing in this tax and th this this is starting to hit people now because you know when when it was a low interest rate and you could not offset that against your tax maybe you're not too bothered it's only a thousand a year or two thousand a year you know but now the interest rates jumped up you know your costs have jumped up you can't offset it against your tax because it's in your own name and and this is starting to hit people so a lot of landlords have just had enough they've had enough of you know the government and and the attitude towards landlords, and uh, that some of them are, are in a sort of negative territory when it comes to the rent not even covering the mortgage. Uh, so that that's bad news. They're having to subsidise that that property. So uh, it looks UK Finance said thirteen thousand and five hundred seventy buy to let landlords are in arrears at the final quarter of last year, and there are nearly two million mortgages being re repaid by landlords in total. So it's not a huge amount but it's still significant that landlords are in, in, in arrears with mortgages when you think well they're borrowing 75 percent the rent should easily cover that you know why would they get into arrears or unless they're you know, subsidizing their rent and, and subsidizing their lifestyle because of other costs I, I don't know um there's also it could be that you know the property that they've got a bad tenant in there they're not paying their rent it can take six eight months to get a tenant out because they can go to court and argue this and argue that and the soppy judge says, oh yes we'll throw the case out you know come back in two months time oh my god you know how when, when are you going to get rid of this tenant from hell you know um, another landlord i know uh, she, had, she had a tenant in basically wrecked the place not not like didn't pull out baths or anything but did a lot of damage around the place which is going to cost a few thousand pounds to put right um, then when she was asked to leave on a section 21, she said, no, I'm not going, I've got nowhere to go. Stayed on for a few more months, three months until she was ready to go. That was in the middle of the winter then when she left. Um, so it's a difficult time to let it. And she's been doing the place up since. And now the tenant's arguing uh, about the deposit. She said, no, I, I didn't do any damage. That, there was already that damage here and there was already that hole in the wall and you know the, the garden turf ripped up and, and, and all the rest of it. You know, She did a lot of damage in there. Um, and, and cause a lot of problems with the neighbours. But, you know, if you didn't have that Section 21, you'd have to go to court and prove all this. And it would be very, very difficult when they're, when they're arguing against it. Um, so we talked about the government borrowing Section 21. Section 24, if you want to do something about that, by the way, um, I, I think the way to look at that is to think about 
maybe moving that into a limited company. But if you do it, if you do it in the right way, you can avoid the taxes that might you might incur, like stamp duty, uh, etc., and capital gains. If you do it in the right way, now I've got a, an accountant specialist who can help you with that uh, and give you some advice and tips. So if you're interested in that, give me a shout. Uh, set, email me charles at charleskelly.net. Um, or just you, know, you can see my contact on, on the bottom of wherever you're looking at this and I'll put you in touch with them. House prices. Um, let's have a look at house prices. Uh, now, the, the official figures from the ONS, I haven't got them right in front of me, but the official figures from ONS said that um, house prices had fallen slightly in a year, one and a quarter, something like that. But according to the Halifax figures, the, the prices have jumped up a little bit in January. Uh, so the highest... Uh, for, for a year, as mortgage rates continue to ease, the Halifax said, um, this, this is the Britain's biggest mortgage lender. So it's their figures, not the official uh, figures, said a typical home now costs 291,000, an average a jump of 2.5% from January 23. So you can look at all these figures in different timescales from January to January or for a whole year. Um, it's all a bit, a bit of much of the much. And you know, some say it's gone up by a little bit, some say it's gone down by a little bit, but house prices have been you know, fairly flat, really. We, we know that in the last year, but it could start to ease upwards as uh, as we see um, uh, mortgage rates come down. OK, and this is just a, a graphic that you can see on the inflation figures, 4% in January 24. So it was over 10, you know, it was nearly 11% at one stage, wasn't it? Uh, and, and that was killing people. And, and we know that you know, if, if you take out the essential things out of that, that average inflation rate, we know that people were paying a fortune for things like food, uh, oil, oil and gas, um, petrol, and that sort of thing it really went up a lot. Um, so there you go. Four percent. It, it's coming down again, which is good. Interest rates coming down. That's that's good as well. So let, let's let you know, let, let's just keep going. Row your own boat. I just want to mention things on debt because you know we talked about the government debt. Uh, but but a lot of people are suffering from uh, their credit card debt, and you know we we know that you know, hundreds of thousands of people are in in problems with credit card debts, and I think we're going to see a record rise in things like um, arrangements with creditors, even bankruptcies, um, and you know charities like if if you're in this problem, if you are in uh, a credit card debt situation, uh, talk to charities like Citizens Advice. Uh, step change, that sort of thing, and and get yourself sorted out, uh, and and always talk to your lender. Don't don't bury your head in the sand because what you want to avoid is is what's called a default, where you know you haven't paid for a few months. There, you know, you're ignoring the lender's letters. You want you know you look at these envelopes. You think, oh God, it's from the lender. And you you look down the, the the window of it, and you can see the red in it, and you know where it's from. You look at the back. You know the postcode. You go, oh, I can't I can't face it. Can't face it. Don't do that. Always open or get somebody else to, to help you with it. Get an advisor in or somebody to help you you through this. But never bury your head in the sand. And always talk to them. Like I'm having some problems. Uh, you can get a freeze. Uh, there's a government scheme to, to to maybe freeze things for three months. Uh, so so have a look at that, um, and and then you can get some breathing space while while you gather your thoughts. But the important thing is to clear that credit card debt as soon as possible. Um, but as, as I said, a lot of people are in in trouble with with credit card debts. And unlike the government, you can't just print money to pay it off, right? You're not allowed to have a printing press in your house. You know you can't just do that. But the government does. The government can. Can just print off money, a quantitative easing, they call it. Um, so uh, that, that so for credit card people, um, 
you know, obviously, if you're in, in a position to pay off credit card, that's the best thing to do is to, to get rid of it. You, know, you don't have to pay the minimum payment on your on your credit card. If you just pay the minimum on the credit card, it can take as much as long as 27 years to, to clear it. So, you know, and, and just paying an extra 10 or 20 pound a month extra on, on that will, will bring that time drastically down and, and clear that, that debt much, much quicker and save you thousands of pounds in interest. Remember that. OK, so some some good news, inflation figures, some bad news that the, the, the economy is, is slightly in recession. But the main thing is, what is your economy doing? What are you doing to, to change your economy? And, and what are you doing to uh, literally, um, you know, uh, boost your own output, your own GDP? And, and the way to do that is to, to work on yourself. As Jim Rohn used to say, work on yourself first, or if you will improve, everything will improve for you. And just finally mentioned that I, I do run weekly webinars, most weeks at 8 p.m. on a Wednesday, where I go through uh, some money management tips and, and tips to help you become financially free uh, so that you know by, by managing your money better, you'll have more to invest, where to invest it, how to invest it, how to benefit from, from assets and compound interest. I go over all of that on, on a one-hour webinar, absolutely free. So please join me. I'll put a link up to it and you'll probably see a link somewhere around this video. So please join me because remember, you know, if, if you're working on yourself, if you're working on your game, you can go out there and, and you can change things for you. Don't sort of sit there and think, well, oh, the country's in recession, I'm in recession. No, lots of businesses thrive in recessions. You'll find some businesses out there doing very, very well, some are doing badly. And lots of people in recessions kind of give up and just stay home, you know, but you don't have to do that. You, you can change things, you can change things for yourself, education, uh, learning new skills maybe, or you know, looking at the, the thousands of ways you can earn money from things like side hustles. So we'll talk about that in, in, in the webinar on Wednesday. Until then, thanks very much for listening and I'll see you again next time. Next week, I'm going to have an interview, by the way, with an accountant talking about Section 24 uh, and, and the impact that's having on, on property owners who have properties in their own name. And we'll look for some solutions for you. Uh, so that's next, next, next week's podcast. But in the meantime, if you've got any problems with Section 24, drop me a line at charleskelly at charleskelly.not. Thanks very much. Bye for now.